Welcome to another episode of Neon Radio Podcast. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. And this week we're reviewing Boss Level. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, a little bit of a spoiler warning. We do go into detail about the film. So go out, watch the film, come back and listen to us break it down. Even though I think Boss Level ain't going to be broken down too much. But by God, did it have a production. Uh, I'll tell you that. Um, before we get into that, though, some film info. Uh, directed by Joe Carnahan. Oh, yeah. Smoking Aces, The Grey. Still alive and kicking. I know. And uh, even holding the rights to his version of The Raid, mm. which you're like... Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still with you about Well, we'll see. Mm. Uh, he did say something in an interview about it where he was saying that um, his version has uh, this team of SWAT Mm. that are going to come out of the build that are waiting for someone to leave the building and to capture the bad guy like the villain in like a um a moving car but when they find out that he's never coming out of the building That's like good. he's not coming out they go in right and then it's more of a dynamic between him and the brother like okay. it's a stronger dynamic between right. them in the film that's that's what he gave away in an interview right. while I, was listening. I hope it's graphic i'm with him, I think it will be. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh. not as graphic as the original, though. Especially I after mean, watching this movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, directed by Joe Carnahan, story and screenplay by Chris and Eddie Beret, as well as screenwriting credits by Joe Carnahan. He did a redraft back in 2012. Wow. He had the script by uh, uh, Chris and Eddie back in 2010. This has been a long, long, long production for them. Um, produced by 50 fucking people, I put down, because yeah. really, if you it's, look at the credits... Get the money. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and all of them are useless, except for Carnahan, Grillo, and one other that they mention in the interview. <laughs> um, uh, the cinematography by Juan Miguel Aspiroz, who also shot several Netflix um, oh. films. So he did Wheel Man with um, Frank Grillo as well. Yeah. I think it seems like he's more of their production guy. Yeah. Since Grillo and Carnahan have their own production company. Um, but I want to know first your initial thoughts. Well, firstly, the title shit ass. I got itchy eye. Yeah. Wow. It really is. Yeah, it's a crap title. Could have come up better no, no sense with yeah. any of the fucking thing. Even the intro credits, it was like, uh, I get what they're going for, but no. But that to me, that was the worst Sh- part of it. Should have been called something like the Osiris Project. Or something like that. Yeah, or something just to Cyrus, or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was a fun movie. I, it was I, fun, right? Thank I, you. Oh my god, I was waiting for you to oh, grip, like to drill it. Nah, man, this was a bloody good movie. Yeah. It's uh, look the the whole backstory is just shit. Look, it's it's not great. Yeah, it's <laughs> very just typical. Um, Naomi Watts. Yeah. Um, she played the part well but i think she wasn't given enough and it was just weird like mel gibson was spying on her why didn't he see all this happen so there's, there's a lot of flaws in this a lot of this will come will make sense yeah when i tell you more about this scoop okay. this movie sounds good um what made this movie uh stand out to me was again it must be a father-son relationship thing yeah that heart of the movie is yeah. what made this whole thing purposeful um, I thought that was really, really good. And you'll be very intrigued to hear more about that as well. 
Very good. Very good. But yeah, other than that, man, I this is this was fun. I you know, I, I thought it was gonna be very repetitive, but no, it was um well, shot well, literally well. is, but I mean, like in the sense of yeah, like but they do it, they do it differently, and if you're going into that that loop aspect, it does yeah. make sense. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, I just oh yeah, it was just I just I just liked it. The, to me, it was just the father son thing. That's what yeah. made it. It got extra points. For I was that. I was gonna was say like well. you know, you've got a son, so I th- I think there's moments in here that would resonate in a way where you're like. Just for example, him sitting at the bench with his son, yeah, I was just, just having a spot. chat. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh yeah, that's a that's something that I think any father would have yeah. or feel a moment with, or playing video games with them and feeling like yeah. you're actually connecting. Yeah, which is really hard, I'd bet, because you know, kids are horrible at video games. So you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. You know? Oh man, I've got to play Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's not good. And you're not that creative. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Wow. I'm joking. No, I've created some pretty cool stuff. <laughs> Fucking mansions, man. That yeah. kid, my kid, not so great. <laughs> he just puts a, a hut and goes out and hunts shit. It's so bad, so bad. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this film as well, mm. but I enjoyed it because I. Uh, I had a pullbacks and these movies I just I enjoy because I know what I'm going into. Yeah. You know, I think that's I felt the same with something like I know you didn't like it nowhere near as much. You really disliked it. But something like Guns Akimbo, I thought was like I went into it thinking to myself, mm-hmm. ah, I'm getting some crazy shit. Yeah. Um I don't think it's as good as this. No, no, why? This is way better. Yeah. Um and no, this is more chalk and cheese. Yeah. This is more creative, mm. makes more sense. Yeah. It's funny. Um, yeah, and I actually something I really liked about it, which I think a lot of people hate, mm. I really liked the ending. Yeah. And that's because I think the ending actually finishes the film in the right way. Mm. Uh, the arc of the character is complete. Yep. He starts off... Uh, well, he actually starts off just getting out of bed. But <laughs> I mean, if we're looking... If we actually look at the proper start of the film, it's him talking to his wife. Yeah. Uh, and him at the bar. Yeah. So, uh, with that, we know that he's a broken man, mm. uh, divorced, mm. hasn't really properly been introduced to his son. Yeah. And then by the end of the film, he's not broken anymore. Knows his son back to he's front. Understands that his his ex actually does care for him, mm. and he gets to meet his son. Yeah. And he has a feeling of redemption. So mm. whatever he does after after it is like. I've played my part. Yeah. He feels like he's played his part and whatever comes, comes. Mm. Um, so I think that that aspect of the film I really enjoyed. Mm. Uh, and I think like obviously all of the action's super fun. Oh, man. I love just that um, the samurai chick. Yeah. And I'll, and yet again, more facts about it later, yeah. um, which I think we're going to dip into pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, I want to go straight into the thoughts though because I get very few notes. Yeah, it's, um, it's like I said, it's repetitive. But, it's repetitive. But it's improved on each time. Yes, and it is like an, an overused concept. Mm. Uh, but Joe Carnahan comes at it in a way where he's not trying to be something like Groundhog Day. Mm. He's trying to be uh, an action film that has this problem. Yeah. Like, I think Bill Murray's one is, if you look at Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day is this guy constantly needing to, to you know, um, fix or trying to fix something. Mm. This one here, 
and, and it's like an internal thing. This one here has that aspect, but it's more so about he literally has to find the most efficient way to kill his way through shit. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's <laughs> without dying. Yeah. And then along the way, mm. by taking different routes, he learns that, uh, you know, for example, uh, uh, that spending time underground has like the, the steel sheeting. Yeah, that's right. Or inside of the the bar has the steel sheeting, so yeah. it helps. Mm. So that's how he figures out he's getting tracked. And, yeah. yeah. So instead of it being that you know, uh, doing something internally is going to help the progress of mm. the Groundhog Day. Yep. That doesn't help it. It's finding things out around that internal. Yep. Structure. Yep. Um, which I really liked, and I like that little twist. Mm. I think a lot of people would miss that. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, obviously, I mean, a lot of the acting is ham, but I like Frank Grillo. I take back all my doubts at all ever this, with Frank Grillo. I was going to say, I'm not much of a fan of Frank Grillo, but this movie is like his, uh, it was like his ballpark. Perfect for him. Yeah, that's it. Frank, keep doing these movies. Supposedly he's huge. Like, I mean, absolutely massive in China. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. He's in it wouldn't surprise the me. highest grossing movie in China ever as the main bad guy. What's that? It's a Chinese um, movie. Yeah, it's uh, something Warrior 2. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's a second of the yeah. movies. But He's it, a handsome it's like man too. It's like 4 billion really? yen or whatever, wow. like the currency that they have over there. Yeah. Literally 4 billion of it made from that movie alone. Crazy. And it has a number two in it. What the fuck? I'm just saying. <laughs> like, um, uh, also, I have as a note here, and I think it's super important uh, to go off, that uh, Grillo's fucking jacked yeah, in this man. movie. He, t- he seems like um, he's... What, it's like water ret- retention. You know when yeah. they, you know Mr. Olympia, how they, they don't have anything for yeah. ages, so just to keep him really tight? He's, he looks like that all the time. <laughs> Throughout the whole film. Yeah. This is, I've never seen... I mean, the last time I saw someone this jacked yeah. was Rambo 2. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> watching Stallone in Rambo 2 yeah. is actually like a treat to yeah, any yeah. man who like uh, it, like enjoys aesthetics. It's classic. Um, but yeah, in this, he's uh, there's zero on him. There's zero fucking water. Yeah. And there's he's like at a 4% body fat. Yeah. Like, there's nothing there. Yeah. Um, his face? His face it, looks a bit sick though. Do you know what I mean? His face looks like... His face looks like, like there's four the percent body fat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's so what it looks lean, like. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like he's literally cut to the shit. Yeah. Um, you're je- I, you're jealous, I have, aren't you? <laughs> I am jealous. I'd love to have like <laughs> who says you, we, as if you wouldn't wish to have a body like that. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. Like I'm not saying I'll be you have to have naked it all the time. Look <laughs> <laughs> coming here. <laughs> You you become one of those people that walk around naked, <laughs> and usually if you walk around naked, then you got to have no shoes. Because it looks fucking weird if you have like shoes on, you're walking around shirtless all yeah, the time. Yeah, true. You go, you just go to but the beach. But I would be the guy off. with the like, shoes. Yeah. Walking around, I'd be like in town. They're yeah. like, so you got to put your shirt on. And I'm like, Sorry, you, do you look at, look at this? Yeah. You can grate cheese on it. Like, I mean, like, come on. They're like, yeah, well played. No, just leave you alone. Um, oh, man. I did have um, my notes, as I said, not many. Mm. Moments with his son is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, like, it's the key to the, the film. It is the heart of the film. And I'm going to give away a fact here. Okay. This is Rio Grillo. Oh, his real son? It's his real son. Right. 
Um, he hasn't been in anything since so his first feature debut. And in the interviews, he's like, you know, Joe Carnahan has come up to him and been like, you know, look, I want to cast your son. And, and he goes, no. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, why not? And he goes, he's going to outshine me. Ah. And he goes, no, I'm really mean. I don't want him to be in it. <laughs> this wow. is Frank. And he goes, he goes, he went through the audition processes. He um, uh, went and got a, 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 he had an acting coach. Yeah. He goes, a little fuck outshone me. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he's, goes, he's, in the, he goes, he's in the crowd. He goes, I love my son. He goes, he definitely outshone me. Yeah. He goes, it was amazing. He goes, it took me 45 years yeah. to get my first proper gig. How old he goes, is he? Nah, he's. Yeah. He's joking. He's, he's like, joking. to get, a, to get in a movie years? as a main. Yeah. He probably is. Um, yeah. I can tell, yeah. But he's like, it took, took me that long to get in a movie as a main. And he goes, and this, he calls him little fuck. This little fuck gets, <laughs> gets, a, well, gets in special. it straight away. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I thought that was really, these, he was doing it to play it up. Yeah, obviously, yeah, it's an yeah, interview yeah, joke. Yeah. Yeah. His, kid, his kid was good. He was really good. Yeah. He reminds me of... Um, uh, Jesus Christ! I I got the the face of the kid in my head. The kid from Iron Man three. Ah uh, yes, yes. He yeah, kind of yeah. reminds me of that. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Yeah, but more like a raspier voice. Mm, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I could see him doing things like I don't know, being in like a weird version of like Last of Us or something. Yeah, like I could see a play on. Like I'm, I'm not saying to do that. Did but... you see that? Is it Pedro Pascal's playing? Yeah. No. No. I'm all right with it. Uh... I think he does better when he's not. Um. Uh... You don't think you? I don't think you just have that. You have that because of Wonder Woman. That's why. Yeah, but yeah, I don't see him as that actor. They they, they should have put um. That the King Slayer, he would have been sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeremy. Oh god, yeah. I know who yeah. you're talking about yeah. from Game of Thrones. Yeah, but he's like a perfect look for it. Or even um, they had someone else that even, was like he, a even perfect, Hugh, Jack, Hugh Jackman would have been great for yeah. it. That would have been fucking amazing. Yeah. He's the depth that guy does yeah. when he's like blubbering is oh, good. Man. Um, so yeah, I, I really like the. We know that that's the heart of the film. That's the mm. point of the film. He can. He spent what fifty days with him in that in that simulation. Well, not simulation. Like, yeah, the, the loop. The loop. Mm. Um, and he goes, "I could do this forever." Yeah. And you're like, "Fuck, that's so cool." It's pretty good. Hey, what's um, your thoughts on um, Mel Gibson in the movie yeah. itself? He's a, he's a steel wolf type man. Hey? He. Uh, this is the thing. Mel Gibson started just so well in like his older films. Like his career was so strong, and he mm. could have gone so many places yeah, until he stuffed himself up. Well, that's just well, one thing. His views, yeah. But also, also on another front, like he does this thing, man, where now he just plays every part as if he's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, even parts where he's a good guy. He's gone a Nicolas Cage route. Yeah. Sort of. Oh, that reminds me. You know when he Cult. sat down with um, Naomi Watts mm. and they did this? That was such a weird scene. <laughs> oh, they put the their... blocking was terrible. Hand on the head and stuff. Yeah, it just looked... They both looked really uncomfortable. Yeah, I think also, like, Mel Gibson... Yet again, it's just the choices he makes. Things like that... 
the choices he makes, that him hamming it up and stuff. I, I don't know. I think sometimes they just. Yeah, I reckon he should just stick to directing now. Yeah, I think well, he's got a better eye yeah. than he does he's uh, a, I, I, being in front of the camera at yeah. the moment. I find he's a he's a great director. Yeah. What was the last one he did? That um, uh, the, the Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw, I think that was good. Yeah, man. that was really good. Yeah, I keep thinking of um for some reason the first thing that Bad popped Max. in my head was well, we no. we did we were soldiers. He's got a thing of war movies. Patriot yeah, he does. Yeah, things. he did Apocalypto, didn't he? Yeah. Apocalypto, yeah, Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Well, Religious yeah. for War. Yeah. Yeah, he should never ever touch Passion of Christ ever again. Like any type of... They're doing a second one, I think. Really? Yeah, that makes no sense to me, but fair yeah, enough. how? Maybe it's sort of like a resurrection portion of it. Oh, Doesn't weird. end with the resurrection and then... Yeah. Oh, man, it's coming time. Easter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Um, on that front, I think... Oh, did you find out the age of Frank? No, I didn't. Oh. It's become more chill this podcast. I'm gonna guess. Um, 50 yeah, or f- late forties. Mm, exactly the age I said. What? It's forty-five. Wow. I mean, he looks heaps no, older. Not, than- no, not forty-five. Holy he's shit! Gonna, he's gonna be older than that. Yeah. Um, fifty-five. Oh, there you go. I think nineteen sixty-five. Is that fifty-five? So sixty-five. Yeah, oh five. That's fifty. Fifty-six. 55. No, 55. Uh, 65. 65? No, fuck off. It's not 65. No, no 55. 55. Oh, yeah. My, 50, yeah, sorry. My 55. parents are 65. Yeah, 55 years old. Wait, what am I talking about? Yeah. 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 Um, that, that's because you can see he's, he's like, again, around his eyes. Holy shit. Age. He's 55 years he's old. beast. That means, like, this was, like, 53, 50. He would have been, like, 52, 53 when this was made. <laughs> My God. Like, 3 or 4% body fat. You fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's good. If I can be that age and have that, I'd... good physique. I wonder if he's got any injuries though. I'm sure like he's pretty much all or... injured. Yeah, <laughs> like his whole yeah. body's injured. It's just how you was. Um, Skyline's a... shot before this. After uh, uh, would have been after. Yeah, this movie was the interview that I saw was from uh, 2019 or 20 either 2019 or 2020. Right. February. Yeah. See, this is a good comparison. You compare the skylines, the script mm. he was given to this one. Mm. This feels like a, a obviously a well-made movie. Mm. And Nolan just feels like a backyard movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's pretty um, open and adamant to the fact that he does take movies that he thinks are okay for money. <laughs> Yeah. No, he said it. He goes, he goes. I'm a working actor. Yeah. Main word to the beginning, working. Yeah. I need to work. It's I got to feed my family and stuff yeah. as well. So he's like, there's a reason why I've, I've gotten bigger roles. Mm. And it's because, you know, sometimes you pick shit yeah. and that shit blows up. Yeah. But, you know, so, I mean, yeah. he's pretty open to that. It's really weird though. Um, yeah. He left his wife. Really? In September. Well, they got divorced. I don't know if he left. But in September last year. And um, this movie came out. Well, I mean, it's been around for a while now. And the oh. interviews were years ago, as I said. And it's weird to see the dynamic in the interviews. Yeah. Because he's always like, you know, with his son, like, you know, hey, you're going, blah, blah, you know. Yeah. And then I think later on, probably with what happened with the divorce, oh. the son doesn't probably feel as great about all of it anymore. Yeah. Well, is that, yeah, is that an age where you can see the difference? 
Yeah. I don't know. It'd be tough to live, live in those lives, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what else we got? I'm going to bring it straight to Sackett or Brisket. Yeah. There's not really much else we can talk about, is there? Not really. Yeah. The movie, this is the thing. The movie is fun. Yeah. And there's more of what we can talk about in the facts. There's a lot coming up in the facts. Don't you read the facts, God. I know you. <laughs> My eyes aren't that good. Yeah, yeah I know you though. <clears throat> but, yeah. um, but I'm going to take it straight to Sackett or Brisket first. Right. Uh, Dan's Cinematography Corner. A little context for new listeners. Sackett or Brisket came from Dan's love of beef briskets. Check out the Enola Holmes episode and the unique term to sack that if he doesn't like something. So is he going to sack this flick cinematography? <sighs> I'm just going to lean into this one. Uh, here we go. Make himself beef facials, brisket, and love every morsel wow. of its visuals. Can, oh. you, can you get your hands out in front of the table? No, that's. I'm going to keep them there now. <laughs> I'm going to do one of these ones. Look, they call uh, it the double Dutch rudder. That's bad. Double wow. run. Okay. All right. So this again, it's. Don't get me wrong. It's shot well. Yes. Looks good, but it's not a brisket. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, but yeah, this is again. This is a good, well shot. Movie, which is like a golden standard this of is filmmaking. Portion controlled brisket. Yes, you get a, you get a slab, a little a slice. Sorry, a little slice. This is like if just... you're getting brisket every day. This is what it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, Fair enough. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where a good one, it's like you live on a desert, a desert, a, a, a desert deserted, desert, deserted island, desert a, island. A de- is it deserted? De- or deserted island. Deserted. A desert island. Desert island. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. If it's early still. It's still bad. <laughs> Ten o'clock in the morning. Not yeah, early Tom at Hanks all. playing with Wilson and whatever else you do on the island. <laughs> yeah, Tom <laughs> Hanks playing with Wilson. <laughs> you get it? Yeah, yeah. You smell the brisket in the in the uh, off the shore. Yeah. And then a ship comes in, and they've got somehow they've got brisket and, smoking and, and in there. If that's that one, there is the revenant. That brisket <laughs> yeah. is the revenant. Yeah. And you haven't eaten any meat in yeah. bloody who knows how long. And and this one here is like you're this going is, to like, no, um, but, uh, like uh, maybe going to grilled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just load star or, yeah. or hog's breath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's fine. There's nothing. There's uh, yes, nothing stood out to me in this. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Fair enough. It's a suck that unfortunately but i mean you need a central you really do need that central now you know what fuck it nah. just had the good or bad nah, you're right yeah um uh, thank you dan my pleasure but now mm. going into the facts so think quick dan think quick think quick think quick uh do you dan, have any facts can you give us oh. the factoids please okay i'm just uh resetting myself in the What's it called? Yes. Uh, uh, Icarus. Uh, I keep saying Icarus. They're supposed to say the Osiris. Osiris. Yeah, into the Osiris. Wait up. Oh, there we go. There's a fact. Factoids, factoids. Giving you these factoids. Put it in a rap, boys. Something with some trap noise. Oh, 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 that looked like you just came. Right? <laughs> How you do? Like, yeah, you fucking on cam. <laughs> I had Reese's brisket. Go, oh, my God. <laughs> That's right. I'd make you do that, too. Uh, let's get into the facts here. Uh, this movie's production was fucking hell. Oh, really? Hell. Joe Carnahan had been trying to make this movie for years. It was originally called Continue and was written by Chris Borey and Eddie uh, Borey in 2010. Uh, okay, so that was all the stuff to do with like the fact that um, 
Uh, Carnahan rewrote the script, announced in 2012 that he would direct it for 20th Century Fox. He later filmed screen tests with Grillo. Fox ultimately decided not to move forward with it, reportedly disagreeing with Carnahan's choice to cast Grillo as the star. Huh. Carnahan later posted the screen tests on U- on Twitter. Um, the and that's pretty much it for that. And then it but, took off on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. But this is the shit that's crazy. Shot in 27 days, it was supposed to be a 43-day shoot. Holy crap. Joe Carnahan and Grillo explained that they were ripped off by producers mid-shoot. They got to the location yeah. with the crew and cast mm-hmm. and were told by the production management that one of the producers pulled. Oh. Okay. They This person had gone there, taken photos with Mel Gibson yeah. All that type of thing, then ran. Why? Because they all they wanted to do was get on set, take the photos, and or meet the cast or whatever. Wow! And then they they ran. Um, they were told by management a few days into the production that they had taken fifteen days from them, over two weeks. So this, at oh that point man. in time, management told them they can go back mm-hmm. and tell everyone that they're fired or continue the production and tell them they would get late pay within the week. Oh, man, that's hectic. How shit is that? So instead of getting, they said, pretty much instead of getting, because you get um, awarded weekly, how yeah. it works over there, which oh. I didn't even know this. This would have been good to learn in fucking high school. Oh. Well, not high, um, in uni, yeah. but lo and behold, no one teaches you shit. Um, in, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so bitter. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> uh, supposedly every week uh, they get awarded uh, the set for the budget. Mm. So, for example, you, you at the end of the week you get a million or one point five or whatever. Yeah. This was like every week they were getting five hundred thousand or six hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, they pretty much halved the cost of the film Jeez. in that time. So on the set, the reason why we get so many problems with the film, like uh, short character arcs, um, really quick scenes, the tooth pull scene is shot all in one shot. And they only did two or three takes. Mm. And Joe Carnahan and Grillo, because they're both very invested in the film, these executive fun. producers, lucky. companies. But they did, that was, they said that was the only shot in the film that they actually had conflict within. They were like, they were talking to each other and going, it's not working. What we're doing is not working. He goes, Carnahan said, Grillo went in there. He goes, the next shot we got was the fucking shot that was used in the movie. Yeah. He goes, he was so angry about like just wanting to get this shot done and moved to the next shot yeah that got it done in two seconds hectic um passion yes but they just said like um another thing uh grillo and carnahan were living in the same house at the time and they obviously didn't get along they said they would never do it again wow. this is in an interview yeah it, they, seem, it seems to happen a lot in movies though like even um I'm listening to the Team Deacons podcast. Good podcast. Listen to it. Yeah. They've interviewed uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Yeah. And they're the same, man. They, yeah, they have arguments. But yeah, but it seems like uh, that's that being said, mm. they don't hate each other. They actually no. are super good friends. Yeah. And they're very you good just, workers yeah, together. You need time to sit, yeah, separate. Yeah. You yeah. can't live together. No. <laughs> like, no. You got to go home to your home. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Frank learnt the final sword fight in two hours. What? And it took the editor two weeks to cut the scene. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. That is how bad this production was. <sighs> well, what did you say? 27 days. Yeah. That's insane. 
27 days for this movie is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's man. all action. Yeah. Like even just a shot like, for example, you know the the scene with the it, in, in the, the right, bedroom. Yeah. That's one wall. They don't have a set with three, with three or four walls. Yeah, because it's all it's shot. All shot one direction. Yeah, jeez, oh, it works. Yeah, far out. They had to be super, super duper. This well, that could benefit them moving forward. You know, you know how many um, uh, shots was the longest amount of shots they did. Um, Carnahan said there was one take, one scene which took six shots. Mm, Everything else was less. Took less than six takes. Wow, that's it. That what is sh- crazy. What, do you know what shot it was? Um, I think it was the tooth pull scene. Wow. Because they didn't yeah, know how to do it. They were on yeah. such a tight time. Yeah. They had to do it in a way. He said, we have to do it in one shot. Yeah. So. It worked. <laughs> yeah, that's very interesting. Well, yeah, I'll hope they learn from it. Yeah. Um, but and that's, I guess that's an issue with, um, you know, with smaller budget movies. Yeah. Anyone can just pull last minute. Yeah, it's, this is one of those, this is a horror story. Yeah. For anyone mo- making a movie. Mm. Um, even Carnahan, like I'd, I'd really highly suggest people go listen to the interview um, that I listened to. It was a forty-five minute interview. Yeah, put it in, uh, in the uh, yeah. I'll put I'll, I'll link it below. Yeah, a forty-five minute interview. It's probably the first one that would come up, even if you write it down anyway. Yeah. Um, but it's really them being super genuine, mm. and they're just like they're telling everything about the shit that they went through with this production, mm. and none of it sounds good. You know. It's- yeah, to put it in perspective, it usually takes about a week to shoot a fight scene. Yeah. For most, like the raid, though that last, I think that last scene took maybe and more. No, the raid was, was another, no, was the raid was another movie, if I'm not mistaken, mm. that is in a similar boat as this. Yeah. The first raid. They, they were very, very tight and he's a very, very good action director. Yeah. He's Kiwi or Aussie? Kiwi. Um, Aussie South African. He's one of those. Yeah. Is he Kiwi, Aussie, or South African? Yeah. <laughs> well, Three no, different places yeah, in the well, world. It's, well, that, that, it's got like more that Aussie accent. I think I, he's, I'm sure it's not American. No, I think I can look it up. Why not? We have yeah, the time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I'm just blown away of that. It, uh, do you have you got the budget on the movie? Did you write it down? Um, no. God damn it! I just got away from that oh. <laughs> that area. Um, he is, um. Let me see here. Graduated with an MA in screenwriting, Glamorgan. What's his name? Um, Gareth Edwards. I guess that's right. Evans. Yeah. Uh, Gareth Ev- Evans. Evans. Yeah. Was he the one that did? Um, did he do Godzilla? No. No. That's Raid One and Two. That's Garth. Ev- Garth Edwards. Garth Edwards. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so similar. Is it? Yeah, I think it's Garth Edwards. So bad. Stop making. Oh, I'm trying to think. Stop. Stop saying those yeah. names. Stop it. You, know you need down um, here a good Wi-Fi connection. I know it's horrible <laughs> down here. My Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay, so it says here, looking at the budget, forty-five million. That's still a decent chunk that's, of money, man. That's a decent chunk of money. Yeah, I guess all that went to to CG. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, there's a lot of CG in it. Yeah, and stunt work. Yeah, Heaps jumping out of trucks would be a lot of that CG. The fire, the shots through the head, the cars. Head, head cutoffs. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of CG. Oh, how funny is when he smashes into the bus and he's propelled Body. sideways. Yeah. <laughs> he's propelled sideways and just back. It like defies physics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty funny, but I... <laughs> 
I mean, the movie has lots of like uh, very hammy moments that are fun like that. Yeah. I love he goes, and what's the worst one to get um, uh, uh, done by? And he's like, Was it in the head? Nah, it's the one he goes, one where he, the guy's at the back of the truck and shoots him through the chest with like the, oh, the harpoon. Yeah. yeah, that was heavy. And he goes, That's the worst when you're being scraped along the street. Yeah. So later on, he goes yeah, back and does it to him. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the movie. It's fun. It's fun. It's a fun. All those moments movie. are super fun. Yeah, I even like it every every time he wakes up. I'm like, I'm ready to see something cool happen. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's yeah. always different. Yeah, mm, it's good. Um, also, there's another thing about that chop the chopper gunner. A little fact about the chopper gunner. I didn't have it here. The chopper gunner. What's yeah, that? the chopper gunner. Um, so you know how the chopper comes in every morning and shoots oh, yeah, through yeah, the yeah, window. Yeah. Supposedly the chopper gunner is like a really well known. A footballer that plays the part right. and he was just there for the day yeah. but the actual gun itself uh. is like not properly mounted so you had to like hold it in a weird way well. and it's a working gun machine gun like yeah. like turret yeah. so he was just like the guy using it was each he has every shot of it every bullet shot yeah. Yeah. was six dollars wow so just to shoot the blanks and to make it look cool yeah was super duper fucking expensive um, finishing off my uh, facts here. Yeah, do you have something on the Osiris? Can you say something about what's the Naomi Watts's character was a bit weak? What I said, Naomi Watts's character was a bit weak, and how Mel Gibson could spy on her, but he didn't see her put the DNA of. Oh yeah, so what I I meant by that yeah. was that they had such a short time oh, of right. of um shooting but yeah. they probably only did one or two takes for it yeah so well they probably cut out some of the story a, a lot of it they yeah. the only scene they cut from the film the only scene was like a three minute 30 scene between mel gibson and amy watts right and right. it's because he was just like i gotta keep this movie fucking moving yeah which i agree yeah. if there would have been another three minutes of them in it i would have yeah. been like ah, yeah. i don't care yeah, yeah. um uh f- uh, May the 9th, the day Roy is forced to repeat, is the oh. director Joe Carnahan's birthday. Oh. Roy tells Joe uh, that Liam Neeson is a fake tough guy. Neeson has worked with his, yeah. this movie's director um, in The A-Team and The Grey, and yeah. also with Gr- Grillo. And this quip was undoubtedly yeah. an inside joke between the three. Yeah. I agree with that. That would have been that would be so cool to have like your friend... Yeah. come in and, and you're just like picking on him in another movie and shit I'd be like that's fucking yeah. genius the grace is so good man it's you enjoy that? yeah I like the ending where he's got like the poem no the, the, the glass on the glass bottles yeah. yeah takes the little bottles of like whiskey yeah. and instead of drinking them breaks them yeah. oh so fucking cool that's good man um Frank Grillo's actually son is Rio Grillo who plays the part yeah. so we know that already yeah. and that was my factoids yeah. this was a, a really enlightening movie to mm. see for the production basis yeah for me uh, uh it was one of those things where like uh, i don't think the movie's like it's not gonna make any make or break any awards nah. great wednesday night film oh yeah like yeah that's completely where i'd put it yeah this is this is good just to re-watch the killings <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much yeah. yeah yeah and i'm i'm keen to see what uh joe carnahan does next mm. Because he is, in all retrospect, a fun director. Yeah, you know, I think you see Smoking Aces. That's definitely to me. That was a good bit. That, that's his take of um, Guy Ritchie. I yeah, think. yeah. And I think that's a a good realm for him to sit in, mm. like the American Guy Ritchie. Yeah, 
which I think is a really cool title, yeah. just to let you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. if Joe Carnahan, like, he'd probably hate that. Be like, I'm fucking Joe Carnahan. I'm not. <laughs> He's a, he's a big upper on his own shit, eh? Like, you'll oh, see really? him in interviews. He's like, yeah. my shit's fucking best, man. Oh, wow. Mine's the best. Yeah, I don't like that. But, yeah. um, but I do think, like, I could see him being mm. in that style or that realm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but I think we're going to cut it straight to the final thoughts. There's not going to be much more to talk about with the film. Nah, look, I might as well go first. Yeah. Yeah, it's... um. Now knowing about the production side of things that's that's very interesting um you know what it gets a bonus point yeah i know that's yeah. what i think yeah it gets a bonus point because like i didn't even know about this it's that's that's amazing 27 days 27 days to film this especially because this is under v- a month yeah it's very um there's a lot of action in this man and <laughs> i know that takes a long time to, to shoot that final sword fight in two hours yeah you fucking kidding me that's insane but- like it's uh, it might have that Grillo plays good as an angry actor, and I think mm. all that shit that happened behind the scenes fueled him to be like this. I wouldn't be surprised at and all. I hope I hope it, like I said before, it's a learning exercise. A to figure out ways to cut budget. This is what I was saying before in the previous episode. Yeah, is big budget uh, Can cause more problems. Yeah, small problem uh, cause more problems. But you could always if you're given you know hundred million dollars. Think of shooting it at fifty million. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say the only per- sorry to butt in again. Keep your thought. Yeah, I'd say the only person that I can think of that does well with a big budget and time is Fincher, and because Fincher likes taking yeah. 40, 50, 60 takes. Yeah. Um, but by the end of it, he gets exactly what he wants. What he wants. Yep. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. But uh, I've uh, I'll quote something that Deacon said. Um, especially during film school, right? Uh, they were given a project to um, light a scene using a, a makeup mirror, you know, a big mirror with the lights around it. Yeah. yeah. Right? Anyway, the guy that was teaching him at the school said, oh, I've got to go time a movie. Um, but this other guy's going to come in, a documentary guy's going to come in and, and oversee everything. So, you know, he just changed the light globes, right, to different ones, right? Mm. Practical. Yeah. And this guy comes in and goes, "Oh no, no!" He goes, "We're making a you're making a feature here, so you need to set up a whole rigging thing." Deacon says, "Oh, okay, all right." Anyway, then the cinema guy comes back in the next day and goes, "What's this, man?" He says, "What do you got all this stuff for?" And they, and they just said, "You know, uh, this guy told us to you know it's a put it's this a, all it's together. A feature. Yeah. We should be using you know all this." And he goes, "No, no, 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 no." He goes, "What you did the first time was." perfect yeah yeah don't overlight everything yeah exactly yeah and again it comes down to these big budget things yeah you could be given a hundred million dollars where you can just do it for less as well as good like good lesson learned 100 percent. and as well as you got to think about it uh life isn't overlit yeah unless you're True. out in the full yeah blown sunlight and even then it's not yeah um and, that, and that's again that's why i think people uh I'm going off on a tangent here a little bit. Okay. No, I'll give an example. I'm a wedding photographer, right? Back in the old days, it was a lot of it was just, you know, shoot in front of a window or shoot with the window behind you. Like say with brides getting ready. It's all bright, mm. right? And and they'll put all the lights on and stuff, right? But now it's like, well, lights don't mix, take the lights off and shape things differently. And people yeah. are saying, oh, that's just too moody. 
it's not just giving something depth and it's you, you, it's the way of shifting you know the, the use of the way you, you use light um and i think that's the way the world of cinema is changing yeah. like deacons and all those these new guys and even even the old guys there's there's a change there happening and that's why you're seeing like these things like saint maud and all that where it's it's not overly lit it's just using what's available but giving you a mood or, or a vibe from it yeah it really is at the end of the day um How do I explain this? Uh, there is more truth in cinema now at a low budget yeah. scale. Yeah, it looks it looks real. Yes. Yeah. It looks like how what it would look like if you were in a room yeah. with a lamp, but better. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah exactly, but prettier. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's um, that's what I was trying to get at. Where if you look at films of old, everything looks like a stage. Yeah. And that. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that takes you away. Yeah. From the movie, you want to you want to be there in the movie, unless not away from it. you want to be taken away from it. Well, yeah, like Predator. Predator is yeah. not the greatest looking film. No. Come on, it has its moments. Yeah, but I mean, all around, it's yeah. pretty just full blown lit, and at least for the first 40, 50 minutes. Yeah, so that feels like a stage. Yeah, in all retrospect as well. Yeah, but there's reasons to do everything, and I think that you're right. Yeah, what we're getting now with with uh, the look of films. Uh, it's amazing. And the way that we get that is with the certain budgets that we get. Yeah. The higher the budget, the more it can... You can almost make it feel like it's a piece of shit. Mm. Yeah, I, I was surprised to see how much better Justice League looked yeah. with the extra money. Because yeah. you look at the, you know, the Whedon cut mm. and it all looks like they're in like fucking green screen rooms constantly yeah it wasn't it wasn't good this one here like yeah sure it's not like amazing mm. and it does still seem like that mm. but it definitely feels like it's more tactile yeah. and in in where you are and that's because they've just snyder's done what snyder does best mm. he's putting put his old like you know everything's dark and gloomy mm. and it just hides any shit yeah um so yeah, yeah it's working working with the money you got uh, can make films like this mm. just be that much more of like it. It's this would have been a huge exercise for mm. both of these creators, yeah, for Carnahan and Grillo. Yeah, man, huge mm. exercise. Um, that was your final thoughts, was it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think I covered mine already yeah. as well. I, I, mean, I, I gave it a seven. Seven. I'm mm. I'm gonna stick it, stick it at a seven as well. Yeah, I had fun. Mm. It's not a great film, but it's definitely something that is like with the money that it cost <laughs> yeah. and also with the um it's the an achievement yeah. definitely the time that it was given to be made yeah. is the thing that was crazy yeah um and i bet this this movie would have taken like six to nine months at least to edit oh, to edit yeah. would have been so much what that would have been hell it'd be hard editing something like this too i think yeah yeah because there's so many loops and everything yeah where do you stop and start you would have had a little extra footage mm. but even just um categorizing all the shots yeah, that'd thinking about where difficult. things go. Yeah, that'd be tough. I would hate to do that. It's kind of like that. That um, what's that Netflix movie, Bandersnatch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine doing it. Well, like that type of thing. It's a flow chart in a way. system. Yeah. 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 You yeah. have to know exactly where everything is. What's day one fifty? Yeah. What's day one sixty? Yeah. We got to film day one sixties. Yeah. Uh, opening now. You yeah. know. Oh, that okay. suck. Yeah, they had. Uh, that's it. They had three days to do the whole all of the stuff inside of the apartment. Yeah, that's nuts. Three that's nuts. days. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway. All right. I think we'll wrap it up with this one. Yep. 
Um, we just reviewed Boss Level. You've been listening to Neon Radio Podcast. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. And you have a good week. Respect. <laughs>